All right, everybody, you're listening to The Dog at Drake University. I'm Adam Heater here with Air of Sorrow, going to be opening up for the Black Dahlia murder here next week. So how you guys doing? Good. Excellent. What's yeah. up? Give, give everybody a little background as to just like how Air of Sorrow came about. Kind of how did you guys all find each other, end up playing together? Um, well, I was in a different band, uh, you know, Veritas, for a long time and was just kind of looking to do something a little different. And at the moment, we were kind of laying low, weren't really playing a lot of shows. And I hit this guy up off Craigslist, of all things. And yep. <laughs> they were looking for a drummer. And, you know, we hung out and it was a long time in the making. But we, uh, there was a few months where things were really uncertain. And then all of a sudden, his other band kind of fell apart, left to burn, and then we, him and I kind of started a whole new project, which I was going to fill in for Left to Burn at some point, but that kind of fell apart, and then last minute we threw this current lineup together, and in about five weeks we played our first show, like the Halloween show at the Hull Avenue, so that was, that was pretty intense. You know, five weeks to come up with five songs. Five for, original tracks. Yeah, yeah. for a set. That was really intense, and then uh, uh, they left to burn. Had already had an obligation to open up for Black Dahlia Murder in Iowa City, and the Nightbringers tour. Yeah, and then that that fell apart, and then uh, we decided we were going to go for it and take it upon ourselves to do it. And yeah, we practiced our asses off, and we got there and we did it. And so, yeah, um, we ran almost three practices a week for eight yeah. weeks getting ready to go up to Iowa City and play at Gabe's. Yeah, it was it was it was awesome. Yeah, it was intense. So it's really it's really cool though that we're uh playing this upcoming Black Dahlia show because it's almost a year after our inception to the day. September twenty fourth is our one year anniversary yeah. as a band and we, we all got first together. practice and then the September twenty sixth and then, you know, Black Dahlia was our first big show as a band. So yeah, it's pretty it's pretty sweet that we get that opportunity twice. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so as far as like your guys' background, especially like in the metal like community or like in the metal world, like I started listening to metal stuff pretty much just like within the past couple of years. So mm-hmm. did you guys like grow up as metal heads or like end up there eventually or how did that <laughs> kind of all come about? I'll say, uh, yeah, go for it. I, I, I grew up, I was born in 85, so, like, hair metal, I was a huge Die Hard Poison fan. <laughs> I'll just throw that out there right now. My initials are CC, so, CC DeVille, Poison, <laughs> loved them. But, yeah, I like the new metal thing coming, uh, Deftones, Corn, stuff like that really kind of got me into it. Yeah. And then it just grew to even stuff now, all the different subgenres of deathcore, metalcore, you know, death metal, all that type of stuff. It's just, it's all... It's all a form of metal, you know. I, I don't, I like it all. There's not a certain subgenre I stick to or anything like that. So yeah, yeah, that kind of leads into something else I wanted to ask you about. So with the like metalheads often have this like reputation for if somebody calls something black metal that's actually blackened death that they just like go crazy and like <laughs> yeah. all that, that stuff. So how do you kind of feel about like that stereotype? Like how true is it? How do you like you kind of mentioned that, you know, it's all metal. Yeah. But uh kinda how do you guys feel about like that reputation, I guess? Um pers- personally I think within the community, within the metal community itself, the people who play the music and the people that are playing with the bands and everything and if you're at all close to the musicians, I don't really think that there's so much worry about labels or anything like that. It's all just like, hey, let's get together and create and it's like if you're digging what you're doing and it's like, you know, so there's a 
you know, everybody's digging what everybody's doing as far as labels. It's, it's, I, you know, I don't know. I don't really see it too much. You know, the, uh, I think, I think a lot of times it's kind of the fans that come up with all these, uh, sub genres and needs to classify everything. I, I would say, um, yeah, I, yeah, that's kind of my opinion on that. I th- I, yeah. I think if you're, if you're at all close to the people playing the music, then it's, there's not so much of an emphasis on like, well, what kind of, you know, what kind of music are you guys? You know, it's not like a rush to kind of pinpoint anything, you know. I think that's kind of done by the the people that, you know, the fans that get into the music, I think. Yeah. I'm a big fan of this. We do. We've, we've booked some of our own shows and stuff at different local bars around town, and we've done shows with Metro, we're like, which is what this Black Dye Murder is. Metro Live Concerts, they're great. They've put us, they've helped us out from the beginning. We've played with like, as far like hardcore, like Left Behind to Oh Sleeper and Earth Groans, which are like Christian, I guess you'd say Christian mm-hmm. hardcore, Christian metalcore, whatever you know, yeah. all the way to Black Dahlia Murder, like death metal, uh, Cal Decapitation, Carnifex, so like deathcore. So it's we've a lot of the shows we played. It's I guess it's more of a mixed genre type stuff. You yeah. know, it's yeah, like you opened, got metalcore, deathcore, hardcore. Earlier this year, that was so, pretty sweet. Yeah, we got asked to open Summer Slaughter and. In June, I believe it was in July. Iowa, July in yeah. Iowa City, and that was that was awesome too. So with like you kind of mentioned like your hair metal stuff uh, <laughs> back when you were growing up. Yeah, yeah. But that as far as like kind of <laughs> like more into the stuff that you're playing now, like what are the like influences, inspirations, uh, kind of into what you guys are actually playing? I know what he's gonna say. Um, I'm I'm a huge fan of like. Parkway Drive, August Burns Red, Lamb of God, stuff like that. I think that's where a lot of my influence comes from. I, just to kind of touch back, you know, I, similar to Cody, I wasn't necessarily into the whole hair metal thing, but I did get into the new metal scene, you know, and then it just gradually progressed from there going into, I guess I was introduced to Lamb of God at one point, and that was kind of like, they were a gateway band for me because at the time I didn't really like necessarily a lot of the hardcore stuff, the heavier stuff. But Lamb of God kind of segued me into that to where now I'm listening to a lot of that heavy, brutal deathcore and, and just, but uh, I just like... Probably a lot of my doings there, too. <laughs> it could be, it could be. Um, but yeah, for those are my probably three biggest influences for me as far as like where I'm coming from creatively. Snot had to be there, a huge one for me. Uh, Suicide Silence with Mitch Lucker, it's great. Um, all at Whitechapel, that artist murder. Excited to see them when they come to town. That's mm-hmm. gonna be great. That's, that's so, gonna be a good show. Yeah, I just like the the evolution of where it's came from in metal too, like early metal to what they have now, dude. It's just it's just progressed. So like yeah. back then, like Ozzy was this huge thing that like blew up and changed the whole genre, you know. Yeah. And like now it's the same thing with all these just different vocal tones and sounds and stuff mm-hmm. that never even happened back then, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool, it's especially awesome. for just from like a like a vocal standpoint, you know, back in the day, he's going to be like this extreme person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he is, I mean, performance-wise, yeah. he's ex- extreme still, yeah. but um, especially like vocally from him to yeah, what say, you do now. Is, say, yeah, yeah, or Phil Bosman, something like that, or it's like, oh, it's completely different, you know, yeah. than definitely what they did back then. 100%. 
so one thing that I always have the biggest ad- admiration for metal bands for is their names. <laughs> it's always, like you mentioned, cattle decapitation, just yeah. like brutal names, things like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's the background on Air of Sorrow? Who came up with it? How'd you come up with it? Uh, Jalois. Yeah, our, I think our guitar it was our player. guitar player. We actually, like I said, we, we got together very, very quickly right. and put our first show. And actually, I remember I was at... Uh, Office Depot printing some flyers, and we were talking on band chat on Facebook, and we're like, "What should we name our band?" You know, and Lucas here he sends this picture of just <laughs> scribbles, you know, the typical deathcore thing, and he's like, he's like, "Here, how about this, guys?" And it's like, "Oh, well, we have to have a name at least. It can't just be some scribbles." <laughs> so Deloitte <laughs> thought of Arasaro, and then uh, his brother out of Texas actually uh, came up with the logo. He's done work for uh, David Epstein of Mega, the base, former bass player of Megadeth and stuff. So he. Came with our logo design, all that stuff for us. So, right on. Yeah. Was it really just scribbles? Because that, that, that'd be, well, hell, that'd be was, hell for me to try. And it was the joke that he. It was the joke, <laughs> you know, was, like oh, there's that pile of sticks, <laughs> and it's like, oh, there's a band name in there somewhere, <laughs> you know. So you see those death metal bands or those deathcore bands or whatever, and they like it's really hard to make out yeah. what's actually yeah. in there. So that was like, and we. Uh, we did it. There was a joke. Our guitar player posted a poster of like Maryland's Death Fest, and like all the bands were just like you can read, read it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, we need to have something that stands out and at least is legible and readable. Right. You yeah. know, so yeah, because like obviously there's a lot that are you got to kind of squint or you exactly. know you can't yeah. figure it out unless it has below it what the name of the band is. Yeah. So I've, I've always thought that, it, that like all those deathcore bands should just have one that's just in Comic Sans. And yeah. that'll stand out. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, if nothing else, it'll stand out. Well, and one of the guitar kids. players from, yeah. my other, from my other band made a joke one, one day. He said, you know, you guys aren't metal enough because I could pick your name out from the poster <laughs> right away. Right. He's right. like, I could see your, your uh, logo, you know, so you aren't metal enough. Right. At least being a new band, people can read it. Yeah. And yeah. Make it legible, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, like, what other, uh, like, how often do you guys play around Des Moines, and kind of what is, like, the Des Moines metal scene like? Because I, you know, I, I've got a lot of friends in, like, kind of the alternative scene and, like, the rap scene, and, you know, Des Moines is small enough where, from the outside looking in, you'd think they kind of all would blend together as yeah. just, like, the local artist scene. Is yeah. that true, or is it kind of metal is off in its own place? There's some promoters out there, uh, give another shout-out to Dominic Derringer, Crazy One Promotions. He does... Any type of genre. If you play music, you want to get on a stage, hit him up, Crazy One Promotions. He's done mm-hmm. from rap shows or, you know, rock, bluegrass, folk, heavy metal, deathcore, Norwegian, like black metal type stuff, anything. If you want to play a show, he's the guy to get a hold of. He'll get you on a stage and give you the opportunity. He's great at that. Great guy. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, I've been in the music scene around here for a few years now, and I, I definitely feel like there's a lot of support from other musicians uh the hard part is just trying to get people to come out to shows anymore because anymore it just seems like people don't want to come out but uh big shows you know like black dahlia obviously there's a lot of demand for things like that but uh yeah it's it's really supportive i i've i've definitely felt like all the bands support one another and do their best to try to promote each other's music and everything and giving shout outs and you know, we all dig on each other's music and stuff like that, so... Yeah, we're definitely, it's a big family. It's, we go to any of the shows in town and, like, we go, you know, in a band or whatever. But even before I was in a band, go to shows, there was always, like, there's all my friends, you know, everybody uh-huh. we know. Like, we'd walk in and just know everybody. Everybody's super cool, tight-knit, you know, whether you're a fan or you're in the band, you know, everybody knows everybody. And it's always, right. all the shows are always just, they're just, it's just, they're just good, you know, like, 
in the hospital or whatever, you know, nobody's getting hurt, everybody's watching out for everybody, everybody's taking care of the next person, you know, which is, it's a, it's a great community, it's a great scene we have here in Des Moines for sure. Definitely. Um, so you, you mentioned something uh, about how, like, Black Dahlia Murders, like, supported you guys a lot. And so, like, how did you guys get connected with them? Because they are such just, like, a huge, like, massive, like, band. It, uh, Metro Metro Live Concerts yeah. got us in connection. They had a show with them and asked if we wanted to play. Like, he would say it was one of my previous bands, and that kind of fell through. So we took the spot and played in Gabe's and Iowa City on the Nightbringer tour mm-hmm. last year. And then they happened to come back around again. And so the promoter was like, hey, you guys want this spot? You got direct support. So we go on right before Black Dahlia Murder. You know, and there's even the local lineup on that show. We got Brevity, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drowning Life, yep. which is great, too. There's some of our brothers that we've played with. <clears throat> we played shows with Brevity. We've played with Drowning Life, never together. So even just the local lineup on this is going to be great. Not to mention Black Dahlia Murder is going to be headlining it, like, right down the road at Lefty's. You know, it's going to be. It's, yeah, it's going to be it's, sick We're show. thinking it's probably going to sell out. It's going to be packed in there. It's going to be awesome. Right on. Yeah. Well, I uh, appreciate you guys joining me here. Uh, like they were saying, the show's next Thursday, the 26th, at Lefty's Live Music right here in the Drake neighborhood. Uh, Black Dahlia Murder headlining Drowning Life Brevity and our guys right here, Air of Sorrow. Doors yep. open at 5. Tickets are still available? Yeah, Question we've, mark? We've got... Buy local. Yeah, buy, buy local. From, get a hold of one of the local bands. You, if get you, them, them. you get a couple dollar discount, and it really helps Saves us out. Saves on fees online. And a lot it, of helps, stuff. it helps bring more acts like this to town. I mean, if you want to keep seeing shows like this... You know, this is how you do it. You support your local scene. Yep. You know, you buy H-E-I-R tickets from there. <laughs> yeah. Of, of sorrow. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. The best way to get a hold of us would be, like, Facebook. Just message our Facebook page. We'll get a hold yep. of you. We'll deliver, meet you wherever. Yeah. Uh, if you're out, you know, out of, out a of town. A lot of our members are spread out throughout town. Like, I'm down in Indianola. You know, we got guys up in Perry. Perry we got guys, people on the east side, north side, Ankeny. You know, so we can deliver. We'll we'll make accommodations and yeah. get tickets in your hand if you need them. We have a PayPal also if you, you know, would. We'll, Hold the tickets till the day of the show, stuff like that. Or I mean, I've had to we'll mail call. them out before. Yeah. Write, so. pe- write your name on the ticket, and we'll meet you at the door. And right on. Yeah, and if this show doesn't sell out soon, it should. So. Yeah, <laughs> most yeah. definitely. Uh, yeah, so get them while you can. You, yes. Uh, and thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us. We're gonna hear a couple songs off their uh, demo coming out hopefully soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> any, hopefully any end of the year, early, early. Yeah, end of the year, early next year. We have an actual yeah. EP coming out. Right on. All right, we'll hear a couple songs from them, uh, and I hope to see everyone at the show on Thursday. Yeah.